And it is... 101. The... What? Podcast 101? Oh, I thought you meant like DC 101. DC 101. Dreams. Dreams. Did you listen to the podcast? Do you hear my new jazz music? I did. I like it. It's like elevator music and uh-huh. I'm about it. So. I like jazz music. Give me some Kenny G. It wasn't Kenny G. It was it more wasn't. like like it was, trope elevator yeah, music. Yeah, it was. It was. And we're going to hear it in three, two, one. 101. <laughs> <laughs> so, Corey, I got a quick podcast poll. Podcast poll. Podcast poll. I posted this. What? Hold on. Get that cat out of this room. Okay, well, I'm carrying the podcast. <laughs> I did a podcast poll on Instagram stories of what people listen to the most. You could only get the cat out of my ear. <laughs> you could only have four choices. And most people tune in to podcasts. Which is probably what you're doing right now. And the next was uh, their favorite playlist. Another was a movie from their past or just a movie in general. Someone did what message in and say about? audiobooks. I did my own poll, you big old boob. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you done? Yeah. <laughs> I got banned from Facebook this week. She did. I For, did. This is wait, interesting. I've seen it before. AI. It's AI. AI for Markiston Zuckerberg the third. I don't want to say his name. Here's what happened. Yeah. And this is interesting and I thought it was worth posting in the Sugar Cookie Marketing Group. Just like Twitter has now offered subscription, check mark. Yeah. Verified, so verified. Used to be you'd just be verified by proving you're somebody famous. Right. Now you can purchase them. And then guess who turns around and does the same thing? Meta announced on Saturday. So I immediately screenshot Zuckerberg's post that ended yeah. up in my feed, and I go to repost it, immediately deletes the post, and bans me for what I assume is about 48 hours with an, yeah. it, like a weird window it accidentally let me through. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So what Corey and I have determined is that when you screenshot Zuckerberg's post, the AI sees it, and for some reason, not long ago. I got banned. Don't test One of the theory. many. <laughs> and it was, a, it was a picture of Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Well, I think he has one profile picture. It's the same one you got banned for. It was a profile picture in the... And we'll say they did take his eyeballs out and made it like <laughs> Facebook eyeballs. <laughs> ah, so don't screenshot Zuckerberg. Yeah, but that subscription thing is quite weird. And why is it more expensive for iOS? <laughs> it's $14.99 you know for right? iOS. Because what? They can't uh, iOS them? has a 30% fee to purchase anything through Apple. Oh. So, you know, because... The 14.5 update, which I think we talked about when the podcast, really decimated Meta, Facebook's yeah, ad platform, yeah. which is almost 90% of the money that Facebook makes is through ads. Yeah. To kind of break this down in layman's terms, for every dollar you used to spend in advertising on Facebook, you made back four. Wow, that's a wow. great investment. Yeah. Now, with the 14.5 iOS update that allowed people to turn off tracking for every dollar you spend in advertising on Facebook, you make back a dollar. What does that signal? Go find someplace to advertise else. Because yeah. otherwise, what's the point? If you make a dollar- Brand bo- recognition. Okay. Well, they've been fooling that one. So uh-huh. then here comes Elon Musk, which Twitter is a net, has a zero profitable year company since yeah, its inception. Crazy. Introduces this verified badge and Meta says, well, nobody's joining the metaverse. Do you know that there is a metaverse not by Meta? There's one of those virtual reality verse worlds works. Do you uh-huh. know who runs it? I'm going to say, Mark? Roblox. 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 And it's worth that so many millions huge. of dollars. Huge. Uh, but Metaverse can't make theirs work. Roblox, the difference between the two verses is that Meta requires the headset and Roblox is on a computer. 
Mm-hmm. Guys, if you are glossing over like I am, your kid gloss over together. Like he robots. knows what you're saying, and you it's know. fueled by Robux because you can purchase. Which is fueled by me. <laughs> <laughs> and Corey's raw that. So, anyways, I was talking to Gams about it. the The danger of here's the thing when and I think you could maybe get some traction for this for about six months. Yeah, we're used to blue verified checks, meaning somebody's famous. It's it adds a credibility. Right. So now you can purchase. Essentially, famous brand recognition without the fame. Yeah. Corey and I tried. No, I did. You can apply to get the Instagram yeah, blue check, and it, it does like a manual check to see if you're famous. And it was like, you too are not. You can <laughs> actually pay black market seven grand to get the Risk. stuff, the credentials to get <laughs> the blue check. But one. now you can just buy it. 15 buy bucks. It. So 15 bucks a month for iOS, and it was 10 bucks a month for everything else. Let's do it for us so people think. Yes. Before they realize that you just paid yeah. something. Yeah, and it's monthly. So but it's rolling out in Australia, so my Aussies go get it. Yes. It was two countries. Was it New Zealand and I Australia? I think so. I think so. Anyways, I got banned for reposting. Yes, you don't do that. Do not do that. Rewrite right. it in your own words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because then just Glapper posted a screen. She posted a, a link that was to like CNN so talking about it. Okay. Here's different. my podcast poll for sure. today. A hundred votes. In a typical week on average, how many dozen customs do you decorate? So this will be all over the place because we have hobby bakers. We have part-time bakers. We have midnight bakers. And we have full-time bakers. Right. And we have bakeries. I was like, what's a bakery? <laughs> uh, 35% of the respondents said one to two dozen a week, which is great in understanding when somebody says, I'm booked, mm-hmm. how relative booked Amen. can be. Amen. Uh, there's no wrong answers here. 21% of people say three to four dozen. Then we get real real close in the ties. 11%, five to six dozen. 10%, I don't even offer customs. 9%, seven to eight dozen. 6%, nine to 12 dozen. Oddly, 5%, 17 dozen or more, and the lowest is 13 to 16 dozen at 3%. Relative, relative is key, that and is relatives key. are key to a good family structure. <laughs> Very nice. Come back. That's the podcast for today, guys. Thank you. <laughs> so Corey and I figured that uh, you know we we dropped cookie class kids. And Corey hates the name uh, in the cookie college, and a lot of people have been teaching classes, and their biggest feedback is, "Wow, I'd only wish I'd done it sooner." Uh, instead of gatekeeping, nobody likes a gatekeeper. Uh, we're going to walk you through verbally a cookie class that we teach. I think we've taught so many of them now. At least over 200 or 300 people have walked through a cookie class door. And I think we've got a good sample size to be able to walk everyone. I mean, we do the same thing every time now. Down to the joke. Right. <laughs> I can even tell you the ones that aren't going to hit and the ones that are. Well, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So every class that we teach, Corey and I maybe like spend five minutes eating the cookie she decorated and saying like, yeah, I'd scrap that or maybe we should have done this yes, differently. And then yes. now you got a pretty like, you know, it's basically the Marie calendar of classes. You can stick it in, press 15 minutes and you're going to get back. Right. Whatever. We, so our class is at what, hour and a half? Yeah. But we only spend one hour decorating. Yep. And it, it, it will always stick to that one hour. I think last class, we went over 15 minutes, but it was just a single class. It was in the details on that one. It was. We had some slow people. We had some fast people. <laughs> yeah. So let's kind of walk you through kind of everything we've experienced. We've been doing this for a co- couple years now, so mm-hmm. you can essentially go and teach class. Now, if you want help on the curriculum, you can always sign up at thecookiecollege.com. Corey has created, and, and it's coming, the Easter one. It's going to be cute. It's cute. Is going to be cute. Corey also uploaded to TikTok with the caption, Precious Cargo. <laughs> and I can tell you're thro- frothing at the mouth. I'm 
<laughs> go check that out at sugar cookie marketing underscore on Instagram. And it's pretty funny. I first, am the actor in the clips. Yes, and it took me about five minutes to make. First up is prep days. We, it's so fun to talk about the fun of classes, yeah. but there is an overshadowing. Well, let's go back a little farther. Sure. Where do we list it? We listed. Corey and I had this great idea. So we used to finish a class, then post the next. Uh, we used Eventbrite. That's because we were not organized. <laughs> we were not. And we thought that we had to decorate each set to use in a photo because yeah. if we if we didn't use that set, no one was going to sign up. Right. So instead of actually coming up with the set before we post class, we tested this last year. We said, let's post our entire year up front. Um, and then Corey's like, but we don't have the finished photos. And I said, let's just see what happens. It turned out to be great. I yeah. wish we had done this earlier. Heather so, had done broad names. Broad names. I mean, no, it turns out nobody really cared. Fun in the sun. Cookie yep. class. <laughs> Spring has brown. <laughs> Get some. <laughs> and I, we skipped January classes just to regroup yeah. because Christmas is usually kind of hellish. And then we posted the February through December classes, uh, and and it worked. And what it did was it cut down on our marketing expense and marketing time because they filled up by themselves. So I did not have to run a Facebook ad. Mm-mm. We did not have to post in a zillion groups. Mm-mm. People found it. And I will say what we use to list is Eventbrite. Mm-hmm. And it has its own search engine within the platform. So a couple of you are going to say, well, you know, Eventbrite has fees. It does. You can either absorb them yourself, which we do, or pass them on to the consumer. I think for every, our tickets are $75. I think it eats about $6, not chum change. No. However, I'm lazy. Corey, lazy. Eventbrite does a lot of the email reminding for yeah. us. Now, if you say, well, if I don't want to use Eventbrite, what can I use? You can use Facebook. That one, I think, does have fees now. And then you can also just use your own website, but you're going to do a lot of the emailing and maintaining right. and record keeping yourself. All our options, Corey and I are just talking about what we do, and that is Eventbrite. Mm-hmm. And we do absorb the fees we raised our ticket price by $5 to account for that. So question for you, since you're an Eventbrite connoisseur, kind of. will it always cost money to list a class there? If you're charging, you will always pay a fee or you will pass that fee on to the consumer. If it's a free, if it if the event is free, it's no cost to use Okay. Okay. But it does have its own. A lot of people serve. I know. Somebody who heard that right now just said, I have a great idea. I'm going to charge for the class, but I'm not going to have the ticket yeah. Price on Eventbrite. I'm going to have Eventbrite for free, and then I'm going to get them to pay. You will be chasing payment there. It is a risky click. You're going to have a lot of people promise you to sign up. They're not going to pay you. You're going to fill on your Eventbrite. It's going to be a headache, so I would encourage you not to use Eventbrite as a free tool to later charge for. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, so we like Eventbrite because it makes it keeps us being lazy, but it covers a lot of bases. Mm-hmm. Eventbrite also has a like say if someone didn't show up to class and they canceled within a certain window, um, you can give them a Corey and I came up with our own policy. So if you cancel seven days before class, uh, you get a credit. If you yes. cancel eight days, you get a full refund. Uh, the reason being, you have to draw that line in the sand somewhere. At seven days, uh, I probably will have a little bit of a rougher time filling your seat. I could do it, but it uh-huh. may have to be a BOGO, 50% off on an ad. Yeah. At eight days and beyond, if you cancel two months out, great. I can, mm-hmm. I can fill your seat. So what Eventbrite does is it handles credits. So when you refund somebody a credit, the money actually belongs to you now or in the future. And credits have the option to expire. You have never expire, one year, two years, three years. 
And we do what? One, one year. year. I don't do want to be on year. the hook for a class ticket for the rest of my life. <laughs> Here's a crazy thing. When some Eventbrite constantly reminds these people who get these credits that they need to use them by yeah. X. A lot of people will let it expire. When a credit expires, you get paid the full amount, less the Eventbrite fees for rendering zero services. Yeah, which is fantastic. And you don't get – we've never had someone be like, oh, no, my thing expired. No, they've never come back because Eventbrite is covering our bases. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is having policies in place. Like I don't like when someone cancels the day before. Corey, if you it, think Corey's a happy, it go lucky. really <laughs> will just change my mood. But right. it is something that happens. So having it in place that, hey, I might not have their $75 today, but I'll have it one day is going to cover me because what you're going to do if you think, oh, I don't have policies, but I've never had to use them, you're going to. And if someone comes and says, oh, me and my husband don't feel well, I think we might have COVID, we're going to get tested tomorrow, but I won't, I don't think I'll make the class. Can I have a refund? You're going to be like, oh man, I wish I had a policy. Uh, Especially if you already baked the cookies. Uh, My, our one caveat is you can get a credit. uh, If you don't show up to class, so not only do you not get a credit, because obviously the class has already started, you don't get a refund either. So I've had people saying like, hey, I'm not going to make it to class. And I said, okay, great. Your kit, like the things we Mm -hmm. baked for you, are ready to go when you're ready to pick them up. And a lot of times they do show up for that kid. Yeah. Not ideal. Things happen. I get it. But that's kind of what we deal with. Yeah. But you also have to keep in mind, you're like, oh, I wouldn't mind if, you know, if someone canceled the week of. You have to think. Some people come in packs of four and five. Yeah, they drop. Half of the class dropped out. You have got to have some sort of policy in place, whether it be like, if I can resell your ticket in the next three days, then I'll refund you. Or I'm sorry, a week out, I cannot fill those seats. Mm-hmm. Um, so when they sign up, they know what they're signing up for. You don't hit that weirdness, like yeah. when you need to be marketing to fill those seats. Which brings up another great question. Our Eventbrite listing description, the copy is way long. There is absolutely zero questions you could have after reading it. I know a lot of people aren't reading it, but if they did, it includes a policies and FAQ section, how credits work, COVID policy, masking policy, things like this, just mm-hmm. so that, you know, one of the biggest offenders I see of filling class seats is the two sentence description. If you're not excited about the class, nobody's going to be excited to sign up. Yeah. Uh, that's a one thing I included in the cookie class kits is my event copy because we need to get excited. We need to be excited, but we also need to give some information. (laughs) What you don't want people is people emailing you incessantly asking for information that you could have given them when they signed up. Emails are always an indicator that you're missing something on the thing. And so, yeah, I think we're looking at over 750 words in our Eventbrite description, maybe 500. It's a lot, Uh, but there is no question. And it includes my policies so that nobody is left holding back. What you don't want is someone to Ask you a question that's including your policies, but they never had a chance to read those policies. And then you're like, well, in my policies. And they're like, I I, I didn't see it. Well, it's in the footer of my website. You should click. I'm never (laughs) going to click. So the copy. And so here's the imagery. In a perfect world, we're not perfect. No. In a perfect world, you'd have the event listing completely built out to reflect the class curriculum. And in my head, that's a person I want to be. It is not who I am today. No. Uh, So (laughs) what Corey and I did, I'll just go to her mixing bowl cookie company, right click save as and some set she did. I'll put it as a banner photo. If it's an Easter class, it'll be something she did for Easter. It's way too complicated. It'll be a bunny. <laughs> and at the very top, it says, new set coming soon, pictures, you know, to be updated. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, to date, we've had zero people say, this isn't the picture in the photo, because they've read that. And I know some of you guys get hung up. I didn't make my sample. I can't post my class. I can't sell. Guess what? Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. 
However, in the cookie class kits, you created those sample photos. I have which created Corey and those. I, which I've been using <laughs> to sell in our classes. <laughs> yeah. So it's been a whole new world for us. Uh, but yeah, so Corey and I, I, I didn't get around to building out the rest of the year, but we have classes set up till September, and we've already started selling June classes um, tickets. So yeah, which is fantastic. Do we have the Not idea of what we're doing? In June? I think it's no. gonna be it's gonna be fun flowers. <laughs> That's what I, I so even the class name that it came up with doesn't truly really reflect what it may mm-hmm. be and I'll update it as we go along. And again, uh, if people want a refund and they're eight days out, absolutely. Yeah. So. It's yeah. not a hot situation. What you're gonna find what cookiers are thinking is that your audience is like, this isn't the technique I wanted to learn today. What your audience is actually thinking is, this will be so fun to do with my mom on a Saturday. I don't care what, I just want to have a good time. Yeah, that's, that is 99% of people who come in yeah. are just looking to have fun. Or there's someone who's like, you know, I'm I'm a cake baker and I went to see if I could even attempt to do these cookies. No one has that, oh my goodness, you decorated this bunny with tie-dye ears. Where is it here in the class set? Never. No one has ever said that. A lot of the photos that we use in November, so every chunky paragraph, I like to break up with an image. So it's yeah. not just a wall of text. It'll be pictures from past classes. Uh, it'll be pictures from the first class we ever taught. And we're not even teaching in the same space anymore. Right. People have yet to wonder. They've never been like, where's that weird table from the first photo? <laughs> Why is it gray here? But that one looks like a kitchen wallet. <laughs> so that's how we kind of list them. I really like the listing it all up front approach and just – and then, hey, you, here's one big thing. If you don't sell out – I used to have this thought, for the Georgia line. I think, okay. yeah, I think the first 15 songs they produced made platinum. I believe it. Right. But what I wonder if it made them anxious that eventually one song's not going to. Yeah. And then you're like, I'm a failure. But no, 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 you, you made 15 platinum. Nobody would do you. You're clearly better than the world combined, but you live in the back of my, like, what if this one doesn't? And one is inevitably not going to. So I saw somebody ask, what happens when the cookie class doesn't sell out? I feel like I'm going to be a failure. Did I just hit the right timing? No. And when you post your calendar of events way ahead of schedule, you can kind of tell when they're not going to sell out. Uh, Corey and I have had classes not sell out. What I do, uh, if it's eight days out, I tell Corey, like, I don't think this one's going to do it. Yeah. And I'll tell the people, hey, I'd be happy to roll you into our next class or offer you a full refund. We're not failures. We just picked probably an inopportune time. Corey and I tried to do an Independence Day set. No. <laughs> yeah. It was, that people was, were like, I am not in A lot of people are traveling. Yeah. But And then before you call it a failure, also try to remarket to the people who signed up. Hey, this class has four people. We need six people to make this class roll. Is there a bestie? A bro, a sis a that you people. can snag and bring into class, and we can continue on. Another great thing, yes, yeah, to send emails to past class attendees. They, yeah. it, probably in every class, we have one to two people who have taken a prior class. Sometimes they're coming from a year later. Uh, yeah, you know, kind of just need to get my cookie on one time a year. And we're like, hey. So, and sometimes it'll be somebody who bought five class tickets in a row, and we'll yeah. just see them five different times. So question, do you also make a Facebook event for these? I push it out through Eventbrite, which is – it is rough. And if you ever try that, you're going to say, like, it doesn't seem like it's working. The steps to find the loophole. I even had to teach a class on it in the cookie college. It's so confusing. However, yes, I would because you can manually make a Facebook event and connect the ticket portal to Eventbrite. That's a whole other search engine. A lot of people do find things to do on the weekend through Facebook. Why wouldn't you not? You can also make events on Google My Business. Right. So that's now three places that you can separately get new people. You I can also s- make events on LinkedIn. Take that back four places. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the thing with Facebook, and we understand Eventbrite pushing you can make the events event. on Nextdoor. Huh? You can make events on Nextdoor. 
Okay. There's no excuse. (laughs) Uh, Eventbrite pushing its uh, events to Facebook. We know that Facebook is trying to take Eventbrite out of the market. So they want to keep the money for themselves. Facebook's hemorrhaging money, so they're taking everybody else's business model. Yeah, so they don't make it easy. So let's say you make your event on Eventbrite, and then you go and make another event on Facebook. I'm going to tell you why it's important to make your events on Facebook. One, if I go post in a community group, I can tag the name of that event, and you can click Click to the event and you can get all that description. And Facebook has been adding a lot of features. If you look at the Sugar Cookie Marketing Group's lives, there's now a built-in FAQ section I can add oh, with expanding neat. question and answers. Really nice. You have a discussion section, which is a whole other way to land in somebody's feed. Yeah, it's actually a way to land also into their notifications. So when I have a class that's not selling out, I'll go post it in a few mm-hmm. classes back because if anyone replies that they are going or interested, they'll get the notification unless they've turned it off in their settings somehow. Yeah, I agree. Very – so – what Corey's also saying is that Facebook is a search engine. If there's a search bar on the website, it is a search engine. Now, Facebook actually has more than one search engine. It has an event search engine built within its general search engine. Yeah. Uh, so when people you, look... If you rep- if you say you're going to an event, I'll get a notification that says, Heather's Heather mm. replied going to events local to you. And that's great. And then sometimes on the weekends, it'll be like, here's events going on near you. And then there's a whole events tab that some people search through to find things to do. So if you're saying, well, I don't think I'm selling out, there is, listen, if we can sell out, you can sell out. So that means there's just a little bit part of your marketing that you're missing right there. Just go find out. Just do a personal audit. Things I love to do, get a grandma, get a mom, ask them to try to find it. I will say, if you're like, I, I've attempted classes, I haven't sold out, change your action button at the top of your Facebook page to sign up and link that to wherever you're mm-hmm. going to do. Change your about section and add that you teach classes. And in every post about the class, uh, add a link. There is some strategy about where you add the link, but I also want to see it in the comment section as yeah. well and to any comments. So if somebody's like, this seems fun, Sarah, be like, you two, I'd love to have you. If you guys have any questions, let me know. Yeah, and here's a link. We have four seats left. Yeah. We'd love to call two of them yours. Yeah. Yeah. So this past class, we had somebody cancel the night of, <laughs> the night before they had COVID. It was her and her husband. So that took out two of a class of 10. So we tried to do BOGO pricing. Turned out to be a bit of a nightmare, but we still got... Buns and seats. And the two people who showed up said, I really am excited. I think I'll be coming back. Yeah. So cookie. So, okay. That's, that's promotion. Corey and I, uh, we, we've been doing this for so long now. People kind of look for it. So we don't have to market as hard. However, do as I say, not as I do. I'd have an email list. I'd have a Facebook ad going. I would have something constantly trying to get into front of new eyes. And then we do kind of the group posting, which is what Corey did when we tried to fill those two seats. Yeah. And, and that what filled I those did two seats. was these cry faces and said, oh, what was me? Two people dropped out of my class tomorrow. And I had so much people just being nosy because of the crying faces. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, like, I want to come. Someone's like, I'll drop my kids off. So seven days out, I start a manual drift campaign. I also include those in the cookie class kits, but it's nothing scientific. It says, hey, guys, just a quick recap on policies, what to expect, what to bring. And my own little thing I like to add is a Google overview, like a Google Maps screenshot of the parking a lot of people do get anxious when it comes to parking. Yep. And what we want to do is take all the anxiety out. This is we want this to be Remove such a good, objections. Yes. We want this to be such a fun time that when they think about oh, sugar cookie classes, that was a blast. It wasn't like, oh, it's really hard to find. Right. And that's that anxiety s- of being late to class. 
Um, a lot of people have the policies. If you're late, the door is locked. Like, yeah. no, 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 you can show up late. Um, but kind of helping them navigate, even if you're like, well, there, like the signs right there, still include that. It's just a little thing it for people who have thing. parking anxiety. Now past the parking lot, I have made a chalkboard sign that says, welcome to Sugar Cookie Classes. I want you to be like looking at the building and be like, oh, that's where I need to go. Because a lot of us are renting spaces. Uh, so we don't necessarily have the signage. Now, if you have a bakery, awesome. Yeah. That, that's a, a light shining people. <laughs> For the rest of us who are maybe renting a uh, AR workshop or a kitchen remodeling showroom or something in your area, a lot of cafes will let you a do A lot of breweries. breweries. Yeah. Jinx. Jinx. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that Having that signage does help direct traffic. I even, you know, the more you can make people understand where they're headed, the more relaxed they are going to be giving you their money. So let's say seven days up, I send the first reminder. And then I include that the policy now has, you know, rolled over into a credit policy. So if you yeah. can't make it, just let me know. But please let me know before class day because we can't give you. So I make sure that's communicated, yeah. right? But you may be like, maybe you're giving them an idea. Very rarely do people say, well, I want a credit. They really do want to take it. Yeah, the they class. do. <laughs> <laughs> Aha. Now I have a million credits. Yeah. Uh, so then, then I create a spreadsheet that does kind of the baking math for Corey because <laughs> she's doing the dough. Isn't that something that you've included in I that? did, yeah. So it just kind of says, like, here's how many people. Here's another thing that Corey and I have added on to tickets that have created us more revenue, and it's a take-home DIY kit that reflects the cookie class curriculum. So what we find is that parents who, you know, these class, these tickets are not cheap, $75. I couldn't imagine bringing kids at that price. And it is more technical. You know, it's not yeah. just having We're fun. We're chit-chatting for a while. Yeah. So what we say to the parents is, hey, throw in a kit and take it home. I'll send you the PowerPoint. You can go through it with your kids if yeah. you want to. So you get to learn how to do it in person with us and then take it home to your kids and look like a total rock star. I'm going to say most people buy them to just redo the class at home yeah. after Practice. they've had a drive run. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's so, and that's great. So we have two different audiences to market those to parents with kids and people who just want to practice again. Yeah. So that's a lot of fun. And we price those at $35 a kit. And that is only six cookies and four icing. That is a replication of the class. It's nothing new. It's it's what they just did and people still want to do it again. Yeah. So do. we don't have to wow them with even more. <laughs> the <laughs> packaging ain't stellar. They <laughs> yeah, they just want to redo yeah. the class. So great. That's the second thing. Uh, in those drift campaigns, I kind of include that. They can go back and add another kit if they're getting excited. I don't know. Just want to make sure that everything is there. That they and have. people do add them. They Even do. last time, she's like, can I sneak one in? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that's great. Then I'll send another reminder the day before at 10 a.m. Uh, the class starts at 11. And then Corey and I typically bake. So now we've gotten into prep. She has my spreadsheet. Uh, typically, we do six cookies, four icings. Um, and then I'll, the spreadsheet has, you know, just some formulas in it that just tell us how many of each cookie we need to bring, how many take-home boxes yes. we need to bring, how many kits we need to make. And then Corey and I will meet typically on Thursday, but most likely on Friday to do a baking day. Yeah. I've been doing baking by myself recently. So I yep. can listen to podcasts. I do icing, though. <laughs> so for the icing day, the prep day, I would say icing's the worst. <laughs> hate it. I hate, hate it. helicoptering. But you can really get into a rhythm. Um, it's really, really smart to have a scale. A yes. digital scale. It's and going a to little save cup you. pack with the cup. With yes, the- yes. <laughs> it's going to save you time and money to have a scale because you're not ever going to overfill. You're not going to underfill. Um, if you really wanted to get the math right, I always say decorate the set before you go teach it, just so you know. Mm-hmm. But you could wear your icing before and then weigh it after. I'm going to say Corey and I typically have 2.5 ounces to 3.5 ounces and never 
ever, ever in the history of classes has someone run out. Oh, it's gotten yeah. close. It- <laughs> but no one's run out. So if anything, what we do, you might say, well, you know, ideally you'd probably give them the perfect amount. But in the Korean, maybe a little bit of anxiety yeah, there. Uh, we let them take that icing home. It makes their to-go boxes feel real heavy. Makes them feel like they got one over on yeah. us. They're actually cleaning. <laughs> yeah. They don't know it. So we include a Ziploc bag. And every class, of course, this stuff is like dripping out. The tips are they cut. They do not care. They do not care. No. It, I'll be care. surprised if I see someone leave their icing behind. Rarely does it happen. Like, Sprinkle tubs all the time. Oh, yeah. Sprinkles we, everywhere? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Sprinkles on the floor every time. So what I like to do, custom boxes for classes don't necessarily make sense. So what I do is I go get foam stickers from, you can find them at Hobby Lobby. You can find them at Michael's. You can find them online. Just to zhuzh up. Just to theme out these boxes. It really does make a difference. It's these cute because stickers. when they're taking pictures pictures because they're so worried that they're going to break they're taking yeah. pictures of cute boxes you know so when yeah. they tag us it looks just a tinge bit it cuter. is cuter and a lot of these people are doing this to post to instagram so keep that in mind okay so one thing that we do include in the cookie class kits but we actually don't use is piping practice sheets Corey and i bought a piping practice sheet i think from guardy's goodies years ago i made some modifications to it and then we laminated about 50 of them that's about 45 too many. Yeah. <laughs> we only need about 10. We but did, it was because we did Christmas seven classes. classes and we were like, nightmare. we can't wash them. There's yeah. left. Okay. You remember in the middle of the night I had to go to the <laughs> FedEx and pick them up? <laughs> yeah. So we have these laminated things. Um, we just make them do half of it, not even maybe a third of it. Yeah, because one, I don't want to waste icing and so much yeah. time on there. It's really so I can just come around, correct you on a few things before you start decorating the cookies so the students don't get frustrated. It does eat a lot of class time and it makes them feel, it really helps with the logic of understanding yeah. how the icing flows. I've yet to see, see somebody not like, the piping I mean, they, they hate yeah. piping practice, but they like that they hate it because yes. it really gets them a chance to, and then Corey will come around and I narrate this. Nobody's paying attention to me. I'm just, I could say like the sky is green and people would be like, okay. <laughs> yeah, and, but it's a really great. And I think that takes about 10 minutes. I would say 10 or 15. Some people do ignore Heather. Most me, people. <laughs> um, and go off and just do a bunch of stuff. But so Heather, what she new, does now yeah. is like, hey, you can do whatever you want on this paper, but when you run out of icing on your cookies later, don't come looking at me. And it really brings them back in like, okay, there is consequences to my actions. I think people have this question. Do you bring extras? Uh, not all the time. We don't. <laughs> we do, it feels nice to have maybe one extra of everything. However, I never tell people that we do that. And if nobody needs it, if everything goes according to plan, Corey will actually take that and make it a kit and sell it yeah. um, on our little page order. My little page order. And your little thing that you play dress up and pretend. <laughs> the thing about our classes, and it's really nice because me and Heather teach them together, is we start immediately on time. If, but no judgment if you're late. No, no judgment. So what I'll do is if someone's running behind, I'll be like, hey, guys, this is a class of 10. Nine of you are here. If you don't mind, if someone walks in, I'm just going to step out, just bring them into the class. Just yeah. to set that expectation so there's no weird lull. Like, where did the teacher go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Granted, now there are two people that are teaching this class together. So, And Corey and I are 50-50. I'm not just apprentice. So it's not like you can hire a teen and then have them manage it. Although the teen could get somebody into class. That said, let's kind of walk through. Corey and I get there at 9.45 because we have nothing to do with our lives. But we could get there at 10 and set up until 10.30. The earliest I've seen people rarely is 30 minutes early. Most of them come in 10 minutes early. Right. Sometimes we'll have people come in five minutes late and I'll wonder if I accidentally sent the wrong day. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so Corey and I get there immediately, just give everything a clean white down, start fresh and new on a fresh surface. Mm -hmm. And then each little station, it looks like stations and it really helps people understand where the Mm -hmm. seating is. We have it on a very large island. 
in a perfect world, individual desk would have been It would have cool. been nice. That's not what we have to work with. The price of the room is very – what we want to keep. So what we do is got these pans. You can get them on Webstrom. Yeah, that's where we got those pans. Uh, they were we- expensive. In the cookie class kits, I found an Amazon alternative. And then people go to Dollar Tree and do like – you know those plastic things they when you go to – plastic things. Yeah, when you go to like old school McDonald's yes. and they give you the plastic yeah, the tray. the plastic tray. The reason why we like the metal ones is because, one, it's lasted years upon years. Um, and why are, they're not pretty because Heather did wash them and it kind of like Yeah, but tarnished. here's the thing. The little ones don't they care don't. to be washed. Yeah. The big guys must be made of something else and they're like, we will shrivel up. So what we do is we have three different parchment paper sizes. But don't sleep on the parchment paper. All of that we just get on Amazon. I measure out the space. So we have one real large one, one like – uh, A4 Eight paper by 11, size one. And then, and then one half sheet size. Yeah. And that way it actually makes cleaning up a breeze. We just crumple it all up and throw it away and then vacuum because sprinkles yeah. are everywhere. Because you have to think if we're having the pans and the icing is on those pans and it's leaking out because we're talking too much or they've squeezed it, that's a lot of cleaning. <laughs> yeah. And icing crusted is, is just oh, a Yeah. It's, it's like glue. <laughs> so Corey and I get there at 10. We spend about... 30 minutes setting up, kind of sit and chill, and then Corey will take photos. I'll take photos with a professional camera. These are all the photos that we end up uploading to Facebook, post the Instagram stories, really kind of generate content yeah. because content today will sell a class next month. Yeah, so I love to do like show out in our Instagram stories. I love to be like, here's what we're going over today. Look, this is going to turn into a, a, a snowman and this is this. And then we can use this content to promote future classes. So Corey will use her iPhone. I'll use this camera. We even have a DJI Pocket, which is just a stabilized mini camera. Again, producing content. Yeah. It's, and you, one, we don't know if the stuff is going to turn out sometimes, but you don't. at least we have it. If you click record, you can always assess if it <laughs> turned out see later. what it is. But Heather and I actually use a 32-inch Samsung TV that I've had for an ungodly cheap, cheap, cheap. long Nothing time. Nice. <laughs> no, but what it does is uh, that's where we show our step-by-step through. If you've ever decorated in front of somebody, it's really, people are getting out of their seats to kind of come and hover over you. Yeah. Um, and when COVID came around, we kind of didn't do the decorating in person. We just did it on the TV. Now, if someone doesn't show, <laughs> I'll just decorate their set. So so typically, Corey actually doesn't decorate live. Now, I know a lot of you guys like that. Here's a camera. People ask, honestly, if you want to save a lot of money, you can use your iPhone um, as a webcam. Just I think there's a couple steps you got to do. Samsung requires a few more steps mm-hmm. in developer mode, so yeah. raise your butt. However, when we went to CookieCon, they had a document camera that teachers were using to teach remotely. It works great for these yeah. types of video. It's IPVO is a company, and they have three different options, one that has a uh, that needs to be plugged in and one that has a battery and one that has a battery with Wi-Fi capability. Oh. So we, which one do we have? The most expensive that we never Why use. Why do we use it? Because you don't. Because we use the TV to do the PowerPoint. Could we switch back and forth? You could. Let's yes. try it one day. Really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, so what we have noticed, and the reason why we shout the PowerPoint from the top of the mountains, is because it really dictates the speed of the class. When you give someone the sheets of paper, the PowerPoint printed out, they will go rogue. And you're going to have people that are finishing the class before the time is. Fine, Fine. Fine. And a great option if you don't have a TV. We did have someone in the cookie college who was like, yeah, they they went crazy. They started going off on their own. Then the, their class ended early while everyone else was still decorating. And they almost didn't like the class because they didn't follow the rules and they finished it fast. Yeah, so we're gatekeeping the next step. We are because they yeah. need us and I need them to follow along. So the class is exactly an hour and a half. 
Now, okay, let's say we get the class started, what we always do to kind of break the ice. One, you got people coming from all demographics, especially here in Northern Virginia. Some people are chatty Cathy's and some, some people, people are just so wallflowers. Shy. Yeah. So what we want to do is, you know, while Corey's kind of doing setup, I'll still ask everybody the same stupid questions when they walk in to kind of just let them find their spot. Now, I would love to have name tags. However, the way people sign up makes it very confusing because some people will sign up three friends yeah. or some people will have all three so friends. So you'll have like four Sarahs, but really they all have like Judy and Mar- Marcia. Yes. <laughs> and so I don't know who to sit together or anything. I've even had some groups choose not to sit by each other, which yeah. is wild. But okay, great. When it's when it's a very segmented class, like we have big groups, Heather will dictate where they sit yeah. um, because a lot of times they want to be nearest to each other. Or if you have single people, I want them closer to me so I can get make sure they have a fun time because the, yeah. the friends will laugh and giggle and I need them in the back of the class. Right. So if I could have the perfect thing, if you have a large group, you'll be in the back of class farthest from the teacher. If you're coming by yourself or you're a young kid, which we don't have very often, uh, sit you closer to the mm-hmm. front. Mm-hmm. A lot of parents will bring their kids. That is our policy. Just every once in a while, someone will be like, can I please just leave my one kid to the best? And they turn out to yeah, be very nice kids. <laughs> but again, even if the parent with the child, I would bring them to the front as yeah. well. The kids will be very quiet. I don't think we've ever had a kid just disrupt. We have, we, they, for some reason, we've gotten so lucky with kids. It's an expensive class. You know, the parents are like, you yeah. better and keep the, your the mouth shut. The kids are shut. begging to be there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So we get there exactly at 11 is when class starts. Again, it'll run to 1230. At 11, Corey and I will boot up that PowerPoint and we'll say, hey, and we'll do quick intros. So Corey will talk about herself. I'll be honest. I don't bake, but I do logistics. Every email you thought was from Corey is from me, LOL, LOL. And then we'll actually go around the room and say, I want you to answer yes. these three questions. Where'd you roll out of bed from? Uh, what was the other question? What's your name? And then what is your experience with cookies? LOL. Because if you're really good, we don't want you here. <laughs> and then everyone laughs. Yeah. But what it allows us to do, that third question really tells you what people's motivations are sitting in class, which Corey and I like, because if you're trying to be really good, uh, you may be frustrated. And if you're just trying to have a good time, you may be chatty. And yeah. that is fine. And if someone has, not like I ignore people with experience, but if you have experience with cookies, this is not for your, your first rodeo, you don't want me hovering over your shoulder. Yeah. If this is your first time ever holding a pipe bag, you do want me hovering over your shoulder. But I always make sure to not impress onto someone, do you want me to do that for you? I always say, can I help you with that? And if they say, no, I like it. All right, I this, like it this too. This is what Corey does. Like, this is her telling class. She goes around, can I show you something real quick? <laughs> can I show you something real quick? Oh, <laughs> you messed up. Uh, so why, So we'll do that intro. Have we talked about this whole thing on a podcast before? I'm having like yeah, I think so. deja vu. Yeah. Okay. Well, you guys can sit through it again. You can sit through it again. <laughs> so, and then we'll go through kind of the technical. So what I like to do is like, here's the three ways to fix icing problems and kind of go through the shaking and the scrub. And I will say people blur over during this part, they but do. they don't realize how important it is when we get to the piping practice. Sheet. Right. And then piping practice, they'll kind of be like, oh, that's not again. Yeah. <laughs> so as soon as we go through kind of the technical, we actually don't cover icing consistencies or dough here. We do that at the end if we have class run over, which it never does. Yeah. Like class end too early. Yep. So then we get into the piping practice sheet. The seat's about 10 minutes. I don't let them do the whole sheet. Um, unlike the cookie class kits where the piping practice sheet matches their set, uh-huh. this doesn't. It does not. <laughs> We're cheap and I don't want to get those real laminated. What we always do though is whatever color is used at least in class is what we use for the piping practice sheet. So we'll still probably fill it with three ounces um, and then they'll use that one since they're not using it a lot on cookies. Yeah. My one pro tip, don't make them use white. <laughs> 
it will be hard for them they to see. They will say, I can't see it. Yeah. Another pro tip, and this is annoying and I hate doing it. If I cut the tip like they would need it in class, they just blob that. It's it's not fun. It's too, Corey it's has a mental fast. dilemma every time. She has a mental battle going on because they'll be like, it's not coming out fast enough, but what they needed it to do was not come out fast enough. They just don't realize they don't it. Realize. So what I do is cut it very fine. So oh, that's another thing. We cut the tips for them. Do. I know some people will go out and buy scissors and let people – what we didn't want to risk is people cutting too much and then running out of that icing again because they didn't want to make any more. And we didn't bring it back up. We do talk about cutting the tip for anybody who purchased a DIY kit. Uh-huh. So they do know what we did, why we did it. Um, but we do cut the tips. Now, I know you're wondering, is it blurbing out while they're waiting for them to show up? Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it, it will blurb out with a bubble and then it'll cross. Yeah. <laughs> so we actually don't cut them in class. That would take too long. We do it during class setup. Yeah. But that one color they use for piping practice, it will be smaller than the other tips. And then I say, hey, you're going to notice that this tip is cut smaller than the other tips. If you need me to come around and cut a little bit more for you, I would love to. Got it in my little handy apron. Yep, and Corey goes around and cuts all the tips. Inevitably, she will have forgotten to cut somebody's, and they'll be like, I don't think anything's coming out. (laughs) Oh, let me cut that again for you. Also included, definitely have a paper towel. We do a half sheet, those ones that tear in half. They're, by the end of class, absolutely filthy of icing crust, which is great. I want them to put it there. Also have them handy, because you can tell who's messy, and they will need a refresher. (laughs) Uh, But, okay, so then as we're working through class – we finish up piping practice. Corey comes around or I go around and gather them all. We just stack them. Yeah, they're absolutely sticking to each other. But because they're laminated, I can just put them under hot water after class and clean them off. People who use paper, great. You don't you just throw them away. Yes. But I don't know why we decided to laminate it. We said that it would save us money in the long run and yeah. save us headache of having to – those little binder covers, I will say, flimsy, hard to clean. Right. And then just a paper. I don't know. Maybe that laminating looks a little more professional. I'm not sure. Yeah, it looked a little. I don't know. Whatever. It was It was to laminate 20 of those things was like 50 bucks. It, but we use them. I've used them so yeah, many. Yeah, they, they paid they're for tanks, themselves. These uh-huh. little papers. Yeah, I do like the little tanks. I did it through FedEx. If you, I know Jen self-laminates, so that might be you a great idea You can self-laminate. But I didn't want to hold on to a lamination machine mm-hmm. after that, mm-hmm. so we paid FedEx. So we come through, get all the pipe and practice sheets, throw them in a sink, <laughs> yeah. worry about them later. And then we say, okay, guys, let's go through things. So now the PowerPoint will go through each cookie, kind of just telling them which the shape is. And the first slide is getting started. It's getting started. They're horrified at this point. At this point, they, like, are scared because I think you yeah. scared them. <laughs> and then they kind of get started. So I think Corey kind of recite, uh, sets up the curriculum. The first step is pretty easy. And I think it kind of makes them feel more relaxed. It I wouldn't want to set them up with something complicated. Yeah. Again, a lot, I'll say every class we have, 90% of the people are just here for a good time, not for a long uh-huh. time. Maybe one person wants this to be a like side hustle or maybe their next retirement career, but we don't want to impress them with really complicated sets. What happens when the set is overcomplicated is they get really frustrated. Get really frustrated. You're making too many different consistencies of icing. Yeah, it's eating into your profits and it's eating into their morale. <laughs> <laughs> so Corey's like, this is a set seems stupid easy. Yeah. 
Good. We yes. don't want it to be extremely complex because a lot of these people just wanted to have a good time and look like they learned something. All we want is extremely cute and extremely happy people. Cute cookies, happy people. I'll say our cookies maybe are on the overly large side. I think you're looking at three and a half inches. I always um, do three and a half inches. In my mind, that's what I want if I were coming to yes. class. I think a smaller cookie would actually be easier for people because they're not working against the time of drying. Right. However, and I say that in every class, these look easy because they're big and you feel like you got elbow room. Uh, however, I think the size makes them feel like they got more bang for the buck. If we did a class of minis, I think people would be like, this is all I get. Yeah, I know. You so you've got that like- battle of value versus what right. is too uh-huh. challenging. Um, they seem to really like the large cookies. I think people feel like it's like a coloring book with very few lines, like it's easier. Yeah. And I feel like they, they, get, they feel like they're getting more bang for the buck. Mm-hmm. True. So – Three and a half inch cookies. Everyone's in a very blue moon. If some cookies overly complicated, we may do a smaller one to kind of offset the complexity. Because yeah. again, we only have an hour of decorating time. Uh, and I'll tell them, hour seems this class seems like it's really long, an hour and a half. It, at the end, when I tell you there's ten minutes left, you will all gasp. You will. You're like, no, no, no. One thing, as class goes on, they get more and more focused, and the room gets more and more quiet. Big thing. Get a speaker, a Bluetooth speaker, pipe it through that TV. Corey, we use Corey's laptop that has Spotify on it and pipe it through the TV speakers. Uh, relaxing piano covers. I'm going to say, just find that Spotify playlist, <laughs> let it play. It is pop music only in piano. Um, we find that anything else, if you look spa, it gets too weird. It does. If you do just pop music, a lot of people don't like pop music. We want something that nobody kind yeah. of hears. And we want something relaxing because yeah. at the end of the day, they're like, wow, this was really relaxing. I know you may like the Grateful Dead, not for the cookie <laughs> class. I know Josh Groban would love him. No. Would, yeah. <laughs> Corey will make us switch up the playlist around Christmas time. Kind of adds to the vibe. I don't, I don't. But that, I think it has like a carnation, the Spotify playlist it cover. Does. It's like, Find a, that like one. a rose or something. <laughs> yeah. Find that one. Let it play. I promise you people will respond well to it because it's pop music. So you know the song. You do. I think one's like Hercules. Love it. It is number two. <laughs> I even let it play here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if I could encourage you to find that playlist and just let it go. Mm-hmm. And um, kind of I'll even throughout class because they get quieter and quieter. Yeah. I'll turn it up a little bit so that it doesn't feel so empty. What we don't want is that complete silence. It's, it's a little jarring. It is a little. As a speaker, you know. Yeah. Uh, so great. So we got the music play. The music plays from the minute they get in there and it will play until the end of class. Mm-hmm. I do, you know, change the volume as we're talking and as a focus. Mm-hmm. You're going to have people that are speeding through and you're going to have people that are perfectionists and taking their time, which what we always do is make eye contact with the people that are finishing fast. <laughs> and they're like, I see you. We're going to wait till a few more people get done yeah. and then we're going to go to the next step. So you're, you're also giving- compliment them. Watch them. Yeah. Just he- Heather does. Heather will be like, Kathy is on a roll. Kathy. Kathy's halfway out to her car, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they like being recognized because I know we went to a class, well, only class that we ever went to and we were finishing our steps fast, but other people were finishing it. So, and it was this correction. Weird you were, I had time. a new buddy, me and my buddy. Yeah. We, were, <laughs> we were doing pretty, well, Corey and I will find somebody who's probably just slightly above average and paste the class to them. You'll know who they are. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, that looks pretty good. Uh, and just match them. Don't match the slowest person. It will go over and don't match the fastest person. You'll Everyone will get people. frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, find your, find your pace car. 
and keep pace <laughs> and let them kind of dictate when that person looks up it's time to move the class forward a lot of you i know don't want to push people forward until everyone's at the next Listen, step ma'am. you cannot your class will go over and that will eat into your profits eat into your time something i like to do when i know somebody's going to take we have some perfectionists love them to death yeah. they come back and and i'll say Hey, I'm going to move the class forward. Hey, let me know when you want me. I can show you the slide before if you need reference. Yes. And this is why we control the slides. No one's finishing the class too fast. And those that are finishing a little slow, we're going to bump you along. Come on, let's go. Nothing's too complicated in here that they can't speed up. You just have people that are a little bit perfectionist. You know, I saw somebody in the cookie college do this. I thought this was pretty slick. They took, you know, like those restaurant cards where it's like your number, your table three. She replaced that with that little, it's the exact same thing you'd get in a restaurant, whatever those things are that tell you your table three. And she has the finished set photo there. So just even though, because it yeah. is kind of hard to see the PowerPoint for some people who sit in front of it. It's not an idea, perfect setup, You're but right. we make it work. I almost wonder if seeing the completed set would at least tell you like, oh, this is where the color goes. Well, what we did this past time is I actually made the set into their freebie cookies. That was a great one. So they could see exactly what they needed to do next. With the cookie class kits membership, you know, we're producing everything and all you have to do is kind of add dough, but it is encouraged to run through one time yourself just yeah. to know what you're dealing with and then use that set. Bag them, tag them, freeze them, and give them to the people when they show up. Yeah. They really enjoy seeing what the end product or looks like. Or use it as your examples in class, and you can bring one. them around. To I would almost like that better. Yeah. So I decorated in this past class, and Heather was just able to bring it around the cookie yeah. and ruin my flood. I really tried. <laughs> my little nails got it. <laughs> uh, okay. So after we start, now we go start going through the slides. I was telling people in, who have the cookie class kits membership that typically for each, we have six cookies in one hour. That's 10 minutes per cookie. Mm-hmm. So, but we have a bunch of steps. Your steps at the beginning are going to be the heavy lifting steps, yes. typically flooding most of the cookie. Then towards the end of the class, you're going to get to the very small details that kind of wrap the cookie yeah. up. So if we only have 10 minutes of cookie, you think the first step would be four minutes, the next step, two minutes, the next step, one minute. And, and you break that up as uh-huh. you get to this cookie through the slides. If you want the mental, like how long do we spend yeah. on this? What I do in the cookie class kits is I have decorated by the time you are seeing the cookie class kit promo i have decorated the set five times what i have it listed in the powerpoint is a step-by-step to get them all done with just enough time so you're not giving too much time for one and then it's not crusted when the next detail comes for it i mean we've done this so many years now that you know yeah, they're all crusted and people are pretty happy with it. I'd say one time we made a lettuce cookie and that guy was not ready <laughs> hey, to go. Hey. I was like, oh no. Hey, I think my no. <laughs> So yeah, that's kind of how we approach the steps. Again, find your pacemaker person, pacemaker, your pace car, and get your pacemaker <laughs> yeah. going. And then kind of tool class. So what I'll do is, you know, like, hey guys, uh, I see people finishing up here. Let's move on to the next step. If you're not ready, no sweat. Keep doing what you're doing. You can catch up when you can. Yeah. And then we'll kind of progress it. Now, Corey and I do work in a two-person system. So I will narrate class. Um, I do, if somebody doesn't show up or we have those extra cookies, I love Corey demonstrating a more complex step, like wet on wet kind of people get lost on. Yeah. Uh, saying it out loud doesn't necessarily always make sense to folks. Right. So what I try to do is maybe tell them, especially in a more complex cookie, I'll walk them through just pointing at the PowerPoint with my finger. And then I'll, if Corey has a set, I'll be like, and let's look at Corey do it. At the point that you feel comfortable that you got this, jump on in. Yeah. Because if you, if Corey decorates every cookie, and then they go, we'll run uh, over the, class. By the, like, f- like three-fourths point in the class, no one's looking at me and Heather no. anymore. 
They're looking at the PowerPoint down at their cookies. We're being ignored. I don't walk around the class anymore at right. that point because they have already got their system. They're, at this they're point, the only thing, can you cut my bag more? Like, yeah, that's, that's, it. that's it. No also, one's really asking me to fix it. Turn <laughs> off the music. I'm done with it. Uh, so then we're just chugging along through class. At the 15-minute mark, I'll kind of give Corey an eye. If I feel like the class is kind of doing well, I'll say, hey, guys, we've got 15 minutes left. I know. Didn't that fly by? You guys are doing great. We will finish on time. All right, then I can say 10 minutes, guys. And then Corey and I, this is twin speak. I'll look up and I'll do this little eye twitch. That means I'm cutting off some end slides. And that is why another reason we do the PowerPoint. <laughs> because if class is going over and say we had another class after, we can, we only, we've only given ourselves a buffer of 30 minutes. Corey wished it would be an hour, but I hate, I hate that. <laughs> so what we'll do is skip one maybe minor detail. Yeah, because remember the last few slides are the details, like adding yeah. a heart or adding a little texture thing. Or a so, dot. Yeah, so sometimes I'll just – and here's Here's the thing. You may say, but people know what the end set looks like. Yet to date, they have yet no one has to ask where that step that little dot there. I think we missed it. I, I will skip the step when nobody's looking at that PowerPoint because yeah. if they get wind, they will say, did no, you like, skip did something? You no. Something? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so then, okay, here's the thing. The last two slides in the deck, the last four slides are icing consistency and dopro. We don't get there. Icing consistency, we kind of talk about through the whole class. Uh -huh. But what we include is a simple, simple recipe that they can do, that they get emailed on the conclusion of class that they can redo this. And if they have any questions, they can ask. Yeah, we also do the icing recipe on the back of the business card, and it forces that them to That was not keep. my idea. That was some glorious person <laughs> in Sugar Hoogie Marketing, and we said that is genius, and we did it on our next round of printing cards. And everybody has kept the business card since. Yeah. Before, yes. they were, like, spitting on it. They were, like, using it as a scraper They were using tool. it as a scraper. And I was like, oh, great. Because, <laughs> I mean, frankly, would you save a business card for a cookie class? But would I use no. an unfood safe thing to scrape Wait, off the entire ice? Right. Their ego. <laughs> what are you shuffling? My foot. Can you unshuffle your foot? I'm taking it on and off my shoe. <laughs> my on cloud. <laughs> off cloud. <laughs> my off cloud. <laughs> so that wraps up class. So now, in the last five minutes of class, there will be some people who want to squeak out another they 10 do. minutes. They do. They do. Yeah. I'll come around. I'll set the to-go boxes. Again, they're already built out. They come flat so we can transport them. Yeah. We'll build them out when we get there. Just tuck in that Ziploc bag and we'll tell everyone, okay, this is a say the same line. It's no it's no real cooking show if you didn't have the transporting to go. As soon as you get your cookies in the box, I'm going to come around and take a photo of you. I used to – I've repurposed how I approach the photo thing. Some people don't like their photos taken when you give them the option. Okay, if someone ever says, hey, I don't really want my photo taken, absolutely yeah. no sweat at all. But what I do is at the beginning when we first started doing this, like, let me take a photo of your cookies. And they just show me their cookies. No, no, I wanted a – I'm sorry. I wanted a photo of your smiling face in your cookies. So I'll say things like, hold that box up and let me get a photo of your pride and joy. It's kind of like I clearly want your face yeah. involved. Maybe when we started like the COVID time, there's no smiles because it, it was all masks. It was true. <laughs> uh, so I do like – so why do you do those? Because when I send that final email, which is scheduled – so it goes out at one on the same day. Corey and I are definitely out at lunch at this point. Yeah. It'll say, check to our back to our Facebook page tomorrow and snag your photo. Yeah. And a lot of people will come from class and say, oh, that's such a great time. Someone did ask, what's everyone's photo release? We've never had to do that. If someone's like, I don't like my photo being taken, which has only happened maybe twice in all the years. I just don't take We it. just don't take their photo, uh, which is no love lost. <laughs> right. I do um, take photos while they're decorating. Of course, it's just the tops of heads had no one i do say hey guys while you're working this is a point where they're no longer acknowledging that Corey and i are in the room uh nobody has said really anything it's just kind of action photos i guess they get kind of 
boring yeah. to look at after a while. By putting the boxes next to each person, it signals to them like we're wrapping up. So you need to be wrapping up. Nothing wraps up more. Corey starts crinkling those parchments and throwing them I away. I start stacking some metal Inevitably, plugs. somebody will say, can I show you my wife's kids, child's cousins, dog's parents' first cake photo? And that's a time suck. So Corey and I, again, maybe twin speak, I don't know. But you can tag team like, hey, guys, I, that's so excited. I'd love to see it. While you do that, I'm going to pack up, I'm gonna pack up some stuff. Let me know because as soon as this is done, this room turns back into a showroom and this room turns back into a Or we have another workshop. class right after this. Right. Use something as the fall guy. At some point, some people just talk so much, it's turned out the lights. <laughs> yeah. Well, what we do is that where you're looking at them and you're you're throwing things away. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Why? Because you, it does sound rude, but at the end of the day, your time is money, and the longer your classes run over, maybe you'll have that awkward thing where you actually have to pay an extra hour yeah. of room rental. Not ideal. Want to respect the the place that we're using, and I want to respect ourselves, and I want to go eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really, mm-hmm. so. I know something we don't do because we're not that organized. Mostly on me is a lot of people will bring cookies to class that are decorated, heat sealed, and sell them to people. In that the would class. be cool. That's a nice upsell. I like the idea. Corner or not. Organized. I it would. It would be juggling a lot to get something. That. Didn't include here in the when you walk in. Still, I kind of liked all the COVID precautions, even though our state doesn't acknowledge them anymore. So we left the we left hand the sanitizer. Mask if you want to, if you want a mask, hand sanitizer, gloves. Nobody's used them. I yet. use them only Corda. <laughs> uh, but I kind of liked. Oh, the um, Lysol wipes. We did. Still haven't seen people use them like the vibe that they're there. Yeah. Just in case. Just we're trying to think of something that you could potentially want if you came to class. Yeah. So that is basically it, right? That is it. So it? at one, an hour or two later, anybody's on the I will say list? this is something you have stopped doing. But what you want to do is at the end of the class, your last slide – to have it, your future classes. It's on there. We just never, yeah. they're no longer looking at us. But I make it for every class. Yeah. So then what you say, hey, if you really email, like though. this class, here's our other classes we and have. And that's why it's so nice to have your classes set it up is. ahead of time. Yeah. I do include it in that email they get afterwards that has actually created an Amazon storefront. You got to keep up with those things. Cause sometimes do. the products just go out. Uh, it has their scribe because we don't include the scribe in class. I don't feel like we're buying those, but I get those cheapy highlighters. Like a commission ones? off of that? I stuff? have no idea how the Amazon storefront works. I don't think so. Yeah, I have a storefront and I get commission off. Well, of then it. we're not getting any money from it, I guess. I don't know. Are you sharing the Amazon link? Or are you doing okay, copy associated listen, link? I have no idea. Okay. We'll you can go that. take over the storefront if you want. Anyways, it includes everything we use in class. Uh, and then I'll, I just copy and place the template every week so i'll be like things we talked about it's not always the things we talked about but it's useful i like yeah. to talk about the eddie the edible printer sometimes i like to talk about cookie con i like to talk about printing cookie cutters in the intro yeah. so i'll link to the ender 3 pro just so that if they want to do and it saves them having to ask me for that yeah information they never later. ask they never ask so and then that wraps up and then we get ready for the next class now how often you want to do classes is up to you I find if I can tell you what the cookie college is doing, it's like people are frothing at the bit. The economy ain't slowing. It is not. What is it? The Powell guy was like, yeah, they're still spending. They're still treating themselves. (laughs) Uh, So right now is a great time. However, I want to set everyone's expectations, at least our expectations, is that Easter classes, Valentine's Day classes, um, what comes after Easter? It's like we did a Mother's Day class. Great. Um, But 
but everybody in our area travels out of town in the summer. Those classes fill up at a rate that's probably half uh-huh. of February, you know, the how we fill up a Valentine's Day class, and probably a quarter of how fast Christmas classes fill yeah. up. So if you wanted to, I wanted to do this episode before Easter comes, because that's what's coming up next. And that is something that will fill up if you post it. Right. And then you're going to think you're a failure when your July class has got two people. July is not the time to launch. <laughs> right. Or maybe, maybe the summer is a great time to get your toe wet. Maybe yeah. four people is a great number to really uh-huh. see how these classes work. I do want to say, you're like, wow, yeah, this sounds so fun. The twins made it sound so fun. I'm going to post it. I'm going to sell out. This is going to be amazing. Just like any new menu item, your audience does not know about classes yet. It is your job to teach them about classes, to create a desire for classes, a need and a want for classes. So if you post and it does not sell one ticket, that is not it's a signal to post a failure. Right. What you need to do is create a I would go live about the classes. Like, here's what you can expect about it. There's a whole other algorithm and a whole other way to get in people's notifications. It really can. And then that can live on your page. Mm -hmm. Another is you cannot post too much about a class. People who have not been to a class do not know what they're (laughs) going to experience there. So you need to post about a class. You need to tag your Facebook event when you're posting about the class. Always event. You see if we can get them to share. Yeah, if they share it, oh my goodness. They love doing that. Um, Here's another thing I wanted to point out. If somebody's teaching cookie classes in your area, that just means that that your area is interested in taking cookie classes, not that it's oversaturated. Um, If it was, Corey and I would not be teaching cookie classes. You say, oh, I want to sign up for cookie class kids, but another baker in my town has signed up and they're posting it. Guess what? My competition, which I love, Christina, taught the same Valentine's Day class. And guess what? We're all both sold out. We're both sold out. <laughs> Another great – if uh, Corey and I don't do private in-home classes, I don't know. You're just probably lazy, if anything. But I really don't like the vibe. Just, you know, whatever. But I will send that to the couple of the cookie college kids in the area. And it's just great to say, hey, people, I'm not telling you no. I'm telling you yes. But yeah. ask them. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? It's never something taken off our plate. Our next class will sell out. And if we can give them, you know – if they want to go teach in someone's house, go teach in someone's house. I want to say, Grace, the next class will sell out. I actually enjoy them a little bit when they don't because then it gives us a little bit of elbow room. Listen, when Abe, we only listen, see, sell 10 seats, to sell. Corey gets crazy. Out. Corey gets absolutely crazy. I'm like, oh, look, we have only eight. And she'll be like, be right back. I'll post it to my bed. <laughs> but even underselling a class, if you know your numbers, it's still profitable. Class margins are so great. Plus, you get marketing materials. From that class, take photos, uh-huh. take pictures with people. I know someone did, and we'll, we'll never do this because we, I cherish my time away from classes too much. They do like a setup, like a stage photo setup where you can bring your That's, cookies and take photos. Like, yeah, staged. they'll have like the A core backer and they'll have the props. Yeah. And they'll let you take your own photos and post them and say, and tag you. Smart, smart, smart. Corey and I, not smart, lazy. Yes. But be smart, not lazy, <laughs> and then you'll see more. That said, don't be afraid to cancel a class. Don't be afraid to teach a class if somebody is also teaching a class. And if you have a cookie class kits membership, don't be put off by somebody else doing it. Corey and I are literally doing it ourselves, yeah. and it's still working. The <laughs> sugar cookies definitely had a rebirth with COVID. If you look at the search trend history for that keyword, people just got more interested in it. I don't know if it was TikTok. I don't know if it was Instagram Reels, but it really helped the industry. And a lot of people come to class will be like, oh, I came because I saw it on Instagram. I thought it was cool. 
Yeah, and I've really been growing our Instagram enough where I've been telling, sharing this sewing lady stuff on our Instagram. It, it, I lose nothing by sharing her stuff. But Guessing just offered us a place to teach. Lady. Sewing lady. Another thing, I know people love to hate on charitable giving and influencer marketing. Don't sleep on it. It is the future of marketing for sure. So brace yourselves. Mm-hmm. But Corey, uh, got some uh, long story and we ended up donating a cookie class ticket to a fundraiser yes. i think it was like a pta it was a ukrainian right anyways we donated a class ticket and it turns out the lady who won has not only come back multiple times ordered a custom dozen from Corey. she's brought people mm-hmm. so if you if somebody says hey do you have anything to donate to our pta or to our cause consider a cookie class ticket one high margin so it feels great so you know we're selling these for yeah. 75 dollars $75, Corey and I are two people, that, and we live in a high cost of living area. $45, $55, find your sweet spot there, and, and don't think you're a failure because we're doing $75. To me, I would much rather give away a yes. a seat than a custom dozen. <laughs> but it's also a great way to get your name out there that you're teaching classes at no cost to you. And then when one person takes up a seat, really, that's a lot less work for you than a custom dozen. Uh-huh. So I think it is a perfect bridge between I want to be involved, I want to get charitable marketing, strategic marketing or whatever mm-hmm. they call it, out there. But I also don't want to do a custom dozen and be on the hook for that. A cookie class ticket, have that expiration on there for one year yeah. so you're not having to be in the threat of teaching this for the rest of your <laughs> life uh, and have that go out there. And that's a great way to kind of let your audience know, hey, teach cookie classes. Yeah. I think it is – they are fun to do. The classes are fun. We meet so many people. Um, I have people that come to class who order cookies for me, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. We have people who come to class who become cookie decorators, which we also think is fantastic. Well, here's a, a thing we left out on – a lot, and I love you guys, and I would love to take your cookie class. A lot of people do these swag bags. That's that's pretty expensive. I love the vibe. Corey and I are trying to keep that money in her pocket. So what we do, Corey will go buy metal cutters that are discounted. I'll buy them one year in advance. <laughs> right. So a lot of metal cutters, and then she'll kind of just tie it to a cookie. Sometimes they have nothing to do with each other. People are so stoked to, one, see what they could learn to be and to have a cookie cutter to do. Because remember, we're giving them the recipe. Yeah. Uh, and they have this cookie cutter kind of yeah. practice with. And I sometimes don't... you might be like, "Corey, you're decorating twelve different cookies for him." No, sometimes they're Eddie printed ones. <laughs> oh, people really like. Yeah, the they'll Eddie. be like, "Someone's like, like, we gonna learn this." Like you. <laughs> you know how? Control yeah. P. Uh, so yeah, I I find that that's a great way to tell people like, "Hey, if you have a business, I can also print these." Yeah, like, and oh, true. And then if you really think ahead and you know what your next class is, I would decorate that set. And that be what you leave behind. Like, they'll be like, oh, my goodness, the caterpillar is so cute. Oh, good. That's our March class if you want to come back. I would say um, our December classes fill up. Your December classes will fill up. Every December class will fill up. Yeah. If you could have that published now, a lot of people we don't see consecutively if they come back. We'll see them every six months. So you can tell somebody in a February class, hey, if you really like this, you're going to love the December class. But it will sell out so early. Yeah. So go sign it now. Go sign up now. Snag that ticket. And then you can kind of – that's how you're going to be able to fill these classes without working yeah, as hard. Yeah, that's definitely been a winning move, posting them now yeah. versus waiting Had for I known. in advance. Had we known. Yeah, I was, like, stressed about it. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's it. <laughs> I 
I'd say like if you could just teach one, I've I've rarely I don't think I've ever seen someone said I taught a class and I'm never doing it again. That was a terrible no. experience. <laughs> I think a lot of people learn a lot in their mm-hmm. first class, but they all they're addicted to it once they've done it. Yeah, in the Cookie College, Corey and I did record a class that mm-hmm. we taught, just mm-hmm. so you can kind of see. Like I'm not gonna say it's gonna blow your mind. <laughs> I'm gonna say though it kind of shows you how we structure the class, how we move through class yes. and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, if you if you wanted to take kind of the complexity out of the class curriculum, you can sign up at you know thecookiecollege.com and get the class kits membership, or just grab the bigger membership, the Cookie College. See how we teach a class, get all the other ninety courses that we mm-hmm. teach on marketing and sales for bakers, and then get those Cookie Class kits included as yeah. well. Um, but the Easter class should be dropping in the next week and a half. It will. It will be cute. It will be bunny. Bunny, it'll be an extra time. My family, Gams asked me the other day, for some reason, Corey's nickname growing up was Corbun. Corbun. Because she liked bunnies. And I don't know why Corbun became, but dad still calls it sometimes. He does. Corbun. Corbun. (laughs) And not head. Corbun. (laughs) You sound like weird people. (laughs) Uh, Let's go to Spons. Okay. I had gotten an email from a Corbackers. And if it is, what I think it is coming to my door. What I will that? freak. What is it? I can't. I don't. Because I don't want to say <gasps> Do it. Do I not know what it is? No, you don't. Really? But if it is what I think it is, we are all going to be in for a treat. I am interested. AE Queer Backers is what I use to take all my food photos on. Corey, why do you use AE Queer Backers? It's because it's actually a food safe backdrop. So if you're taking pictures of clients, cookies on things, you want to make sure that you are clients not. cookies on things. Clients, cookies. On things things. that aren't food safe, you want to make sure that you're not putting yourself at risk. The last thing you want is a customer be like, I think I have E. coli. And you're like, oh, yeah, I did take that on a weird chalkboard I had in my basement. You want to make sure that you're using something food safe and that keeps you safe and keeps your customer safe. And they have so many different designs. The one I use the most is polar white. It is bright white. It is easy to edit. Absolutely love it. But then she has all these matte colors that are really bright. So matte I lemon. I like those guys. I know. The lime. Apricot. Yeah, they're so it's peach. Vibey. It's so, they're so pretty. Orange <laughs> is bright. So you can really have fun with it. I know we did green for the Super Bowl. Can you Bowl. make the cookie class kits Easter class, can you make it look like it's coming out of a basket but not? So like get the grass that looks like it goes in an Easter basket and put it on a polar white. And kind of like vibe I it out. Yeah. Look like we held eggs or something. I can't. <laughs> Anyways, you can save 20% off of your AE core backers by using code SUGARCOOKIE at checkout. Uh, I love my AE core backers. Absolutely love them. They're rigid. I get the 23 by 23. They do come in larger sizes for you cake folk. Um, they do have the L brackets, which connect them. So you can actually make. How often do you use L brackets? I don't use them a lot. Right. But I do stack two of them together. It would be nice to have one set of L brackets if oh, you have sure. two A cores, just yeah. in case they'll back up. Yeah. We'll show them Take a Cake people would have to. Really. Oh, they would have to. Yeah. You would need one. Right. Uh, next up, I talked about Eddie earlier. Eddie is Primera's direct-to-food printer. I can't begin to stress to you how cool this little contraption is. You can literally, you know, there's an Eddie Facebook group where you can find free clip art and free like pexels.com mm-hmm. and stuff. And then print that on a cookie. It can vibe up a set. It can shorten your production time. If you don't stencil have to clean an airbrush. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stencils and airbrush, right? Yes. Yeah. If that is annoying, just think of the pattern for St. Patrick's Day, that green grid. Like yeah. what would you call that pattern? Green grid. Gingham? No. 
like somebody's damn. screaming at the podcast yeah. mic right now. I don't even know what you're talking about. Like There's you know, like if I okay, think of Catholic school girl that pattern. It's not checkered though. It's got those big lines and little lines. Make it green. That's kind of like a weird black and white thing. <laughs> oh, no, no. I don't know. Whatever it is, scream at your speaker and tell us what that <laughs> texture is. But imagine printing that on a four leaf clover yeah. versus having airbrush the fifty steps yeah, of imagine that. Imagine getting out different colors of airbrush. I don't know if I'm doing it wrong, but <laughs> are we not supposed to spray out till it sprays clear and then add our next color in? You know, people are like, I know you're supposed to, but I'm cutting corners. <laughs> I don't know how you guys are doing it. (laughs) And then you have to, when your airbrush gets, or when your stencil gets too saturated, you got to take it over to the sink. You got to wash it. You got to dry it off because you can't put water back on the cookies. I want to talk about, in the cookie college, very proud of these people, but I wanted to see in February if we could talk about money, which is one of the most fickle subjects. However, just taking off of Yeah, no, I priced out an eddy if we wanted to pay for it in cash money. So I just want to say, I just want to read what that would be. Eddie is not cheap. He knows his worth. Uh, but if we bought an Eddie in cash, here's what we would look like. So this was a saving scenario if we yeah. didn't want to finance Eddie. Mm-hmm. His financing is ends up costing us more in the long run. So he's 2998 I know, grab a seat. Take a, take yeah. a deep breath. Uh, but if you saved for just one month, again, you'd have to save that. But if you saved that, the amount needed to buy him over six months, you'd only have to save $500 a month. If you saved it for 12 months, so let's say you say February 2024. I can't believe I just said that. Yeah. 2024. You would only need to save $250 a month for 12 months. Now, in, in my saving scenario, I said, what if we paid for, what if we got that $250 to cookie classes? Mm. Let's pretend our class ticket is uh, $50. So okay. I wanted to find a middle of the road. Uh, if you needed... If you wanted to buy him this month, you'd teach six classes if they sat 10. Yeah. If you wanted to buy him in two months, you'd only have to teach three classes. If you wanted to buy him in five months, you'd only have to teach a class and a half at $50 for 10. And if you wanted to buy him in six months, just one class a month. Wow. For six months, you could get yourself an Eddie and you wouldn't have to finance it, which means his price out the door would be $2,998. Now, I saw somebody in the Eddie group said, how long did it take for Eddie to pay himself back? People were saying like one month, two weeks, eight weeks. It really does. You really need to determine what your goal is mm -hmm. with Eddie. Um, If you're like, I don't really know. I just want him because someone down the street has him. You're going to end up selling in about a year. (laughs) So in that primary group, go check it out. $2,998 is for a brand new one. But you can actually buy a used one by finding them in that group. Or... A, a refurbished, refurbished one. one through Primera. And Primera, amazing company, said if you buy a used Eddie from somebody, not even a refurbished one from Primera, a used Eddie, they will honor that the warranty goes with the printer, not the person. Nice. And they will reintroduce that one hour of training you get with Primera yeah, that's support. That's so nice. So that's an even cheaper way to kind of buy this yeah. machine. Uh, but yeah. As we always say, work from your goals. Is Eddie something you're going to incorporate? Are you going to market him effectively to make that money back? You don't want to just buy something that expensive and have it sitting on a mm-hmm. dust gathering shelf. Mm-hmm. Looking at dust you, cricket. Dust gathering <laughs> shelf is what you just said. Dust gathering. You don't it's, want to have on a shelf gathering dust, but you said No, dust. I meant like a dust gathering. No, that's one dust I intended. Dust gathering shelf? Yeah, like that shelf's up there is a dust gathering I'm shelf. Anything call. that gets on that shelf. Foul on the plate. No. <laughs> No, that foul on the play. <laughs> Will's a feat was a foul. This is not <laughs> a dust gathering show. Dust Please wait into the podcast next week if you think that was spoken on our Last but not least is the best meringue powder on the That's market. So vibey. I know. I really like it. <laughs> Royal Batch is a meringue powder made by a company called Bakety Bake. She is and was a cook here and said, you know what? 
I think we can do this just a tinge bit better. So what she did was include food coloring. So it's already bright white when you make it up. Corn syrup and vanilla extract is already in the mix. And all you have to do is add water and powdered sugar. And you get to have the best meringue powder too. I actually follow the directions on the bag, which is like a third, a third, and a third. Um, but you can do whatever you want. You can just sub out your current meringue powder for this meringue powder. I love it. It's silky smooth. It has a great finish and it tastes yummy. Heather knows I made cookies for Saturday. Well, they were delicious. ate them. Dinosaurs. <laughs> do you want to go through our holiday you can save. Oh, no, that's boring. No, no, I like it. it. Boring. It's my podcast. <laughs> you can save 10% by using code TWINS Today's at Gras. And you didn't wish anybody Fat Tuesday. Somebody said um, Fat Mardi Gras is always on Fat Tuesday, and it's always on Tuesday. You'll never guess. Well, happy Mardi Gras. Happy Mardi Gras. You want to earn these little peril? <laughs> <laughs> no, not for you. <laughs> St. Patrick's Day is in 24 days. 24 days. You doing anything for that? Didn't you draw some DIY kits? I have DIY kits and PYOs. And those Lucky Charms that are really Corey, cute. that is so cute. The Lucky Charms. That is my favorite cookie. When you guys do Oy, IP. Yeah, Corey's like, I'm going to steal this IP. Nye. <laughs> Copyright infringement sample. <laughs> when those Lucky Charms cookies are so cute. And this cookie packaging has the cutest bag that you can bag those bad boys and sell them like that. That's it's a, a great derp. one. I don't think St. Patrick's Day is a huge seller for us in our very transient area, but if you had a heavy Irish population or influence, I think that's going to be a big I will Honda. say for our area, it's very last minute. People will be like, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. It's kind of like, is, oh, it's St. Patrick's Day? Yeah. Drinking day? What's what everybody doing? And then I'll day? say that the Irish pubs in the area, you oh, can't there. touch them. Yeah. Uh, Easter is 47 days away. Now that one's going to be a big... Cookie classes one, platters one, customs one. Yeah. Yard egging? You guys remember that? I think it's going to be a big seller. It was Yard a fun egging. vibe. Yeah. Now, as as COVID precautions have kind of lifted, I think it will see it like a, a downturn a little bit. It was kind of like the, my kids haven't left the house in five months. Yeah. Can we have something fun going on? But I will say, as a parent who does not it's want so to go in. fun. I did see at Target. Target? They had the set and had one golden egg in there. <gasps> what if you... <laughs> egg yarded somebody and had the one golden egg and then you had a special cookie for whoever found that would be so cute um teacher appreciation is a is like a week long Um, it is i i do well with teacher appreciation but it's also a cookie economy yeah so teacher appreciation is the same day that Corey and i will be actually at cookie con ohio and have a happy hour if you want a if you want to meet your heroes, <laughs> if you want to drink, if you want to blur out your heroes, uh, yeah, we're just going to do a happy hour at one of the restaurants there at the San uh, Calhari in Sandusky. Yes. Um, you can find details on that in the events listing of the group. Um, nurse appreciation. That's a big one. That's a big one. Some people could get, like, if you got, didn't you have that hospital asking you to do love? I did. How'd they, that go? She's like, I need 10 dozen. I said, that's a little bit too much. You said this in the last podcast. And then I said five dozen. And she said? She has to get approval for the finance. Makes sense. Uh, That might be one where Eddie could come and save the day for some of y'all. Mother's Day. Big one? Big. 82 days away. So you got got roughly two and a half months to get your cutters in, get Mm -hmm. your plans going. I would say you want to start marketing Mother's Day a tinge bit early because we really want to see if we can get these cookies to mothers, you know? Can Mother's Day look springy too, so you can kind of... You can. I love the mason jar sets. Corey mason jar, stackable flowers. It was cute. We taught it as a class. Can't say that it sold out the first time. Last last year when we did it, it did. Remember? Yeah. The little 
That was very, I, I think it included two extra cookies to make that mason jar set. Oh, yeah, it was definitely a profit loss. It was. <laughs> uh, graduation is this moving target, and someone made a great point. It is hard to find the graduation dates because they are not easily found. Someone said the snow will affect graduation. Because you get the days yeah. off at the end. Or you have to add more. So yeah. that's going to be rough, but I'm going to shot in the dark. The average I could find is 91 days away. So we're obviously very out there, but that seems to be the biggest heavy hitters that we see in yeah. the industry yeah. for the next quarter, quarter two. Can you believe it is? No. The end of February? No. When, Isn't we, it next week? Yeah. The, okay. So, oh, because it's only 28 days. Next Tuesday is the last day of February. Wow. Payday, guys. Oh, and then March. <laughs> the um, daffodils here? Da- you even said daffodilin. They're, Couldn't get that, that word out of my oh, really? brain. That was a cute name. <laughs> Dylan. <laughs> daffodilin. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's going to be 80 degrees today and we're going to have a summer it, storm later. It's 80 degrees today? It'll be 80 degrees on Thursday and then go kind of cold and possible chance of snow on Friday and Saturday. But are you kidding me? It's a wild ride here in the Northern Virginia the area. Daffodils. This is weather with Heather on the ice. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, we're chugging through this year. Before we know it, it's we'll be dead be. of summer and then we'll be dead of winter. Yeah. Cha. It'll What's be your good. twin trust. Oh, good. What's your twin one. trust. I have one. I was popcorn priced so hard. Hard. So hard. If I go to the flagship car wash twice in one month, it is $46. If I sign up for a monthly membership, it's $31 and I can go every day. We have now gone twice. So Corey says to herself, she'll go, she, okay, the car wash she signed up for is actually far from her house, but it's next to her favorite fast food restaurant. She takes her son on Sundays. She, she plans to get her car washed At Sunday. least four times. But there's also a lesser version. Like, do they do a good job? No. Do they do oh, a job? Oh, it's like not yes. the tire shine It's one. not the tire shine. I have to have it's me old some school one. So I can go to that one during the week. Oh, that's closer to your house. It's closer to my okay, house. If you guys don't know, I'm not sure what LLC, what, what like the overturn in the car wash industry, but every car wash here uh, has been bought by a company called Flagship. Yeah. I don't know what's going on, I don't but know. you can buy this membership and go to all of them. All of them. However, and people love to complain about They're the crumble cookie of the area. They, like, they it's great. Are, but, but I said, you know what? Complain. I am not washing my car at home. But I love a clean car. Yeah. So why am I not driving through this five-minute really, car wash? You ruin the paint. My friend, the birds already did that. <laughs> the little pebbles from the salt trucks <laughs> yeah. have just gone and done it. But I've already paid for it in my first two days. And now you that mean I it's know, already paid for itself. I had to, I had to Google it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did pay for it. <laughs> I had to Google it. They, they recycle their water, so now I don't even feel guilty. <laughs> I'll oh, go there really? every day. <laughs> and they give you a little microfiber. I can, I cut the line with my little thing. Cut, the cut, line. cut. Oh, I get a cut. There's a members only oh, line. Oh, really? It's like the Disney Parks. Yeah. Pants. Yeah. And I said, sir, how hard is it to cancel this? He's like, click of a button. I said, sign. See, you see. Oh. And you know what? They make it so easy. They do. They, that's good. That's yeah. Good. And I, why I was popcorn priced is because it, it made so much sense too often to their monthly because they're expecting me not to go every day. Little do they know. You got I'll go. be there every day. It's like the gym membership mentality. It's, it's the mentality that you sign up for gym membership, you don't go. But it's not cost Stop judging me. <laughs> what? Stop judging me. I'm judging you. <laughs> I bought, okay, so you know the car wash I go to is the one we went to when we were yeah, five. And we yeah. used to be like, mom, the bubbles. Oh, I don't love that Fair one. Fair City. 
I don't have to get out. It's the last of the car wash. You don't. Do you have to get out? Not in flagship. You don't. No, man. You drive all the way through. Yeah, Ferris City. <laughs> uh, but Ferris City, the, they were like, if you buy five, it's eighty dollars. So you save twenty. You get one of the car washes free. Eighty dollars. Yeah. So I, I'm, I like look at the weather. I do my anti-rain dance, and then I say, okay, we're gonna get a car wash. <laughs> See, before. I would get a car wash and it would rain the next day. Mm. Now I don't care. I'm driving You literally got puddles. a car wash day and now it's going to storm. And I'm okay with There's it. There's a wind I'm advisory. excited to go back to the car wash. I was wondering why you're in such a good mood when I read uh, the weather. I know. I said, oh, man. Because usually, you're like, usually I'm like, I just went to my car. My twin interest is actually this client that we're buttering up to work with. I think it'll be a great client's mechanic shop. I... Want to tell you about their great customer service. So you know it's kind of awkward when you're trying to sell to somebody and then you need to buy from yeah, them? Yeah, it really uh, is. Awkward. But I needed the My car, bless him, the white stallion, 10 years old. So definitely put in work. And I drive a lot because I like the feeling of driving. Mm-hmm. It feels like freedom. How many miles got on that bad boy? 176. 176. I know. And the guy's a tank except for this vibration. A vibration I hate so much uh, that I no longer give people rights because I hate explaining it. when you hit 60. No, when I accelerate from 50 to 60 or from depending on the grade of the road, yeah. it is violent. Honestly, that is your speedometer holding you back so you don't get another oh, speed absolutely. Ticket. When the car starts to shake and you start to break it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we take it to this to-be client. And I'm like, hey, this is so awkward. Um, don't pay me. I need to pay you. And I said, hey, wait, here's my issue. This man and his, I got to say, in the world of mechanic shop, it is very clean, which is always a great it sign is. to me. The dude it really is. cares. He's a family man and stuff. He's like, I'm going to, f-. he comes back and he's like, I'm not, I don't, I don't think it's going to be cheap, but I'm going to work, of course, putting in extra effort. I'm going to work from the cheapest solution up. If it doesn't fix it, then we may land on the most expensive solution, yeah. but let's, let's fight away. And we go to the, we end up at the most expensive solution, which is replacing the axles. But this man has, I, I have abandoned my old mechanic shop that I've been going to I know, for years. Guys. He calls me, he says, got bad news, got good news. Definitely the most expensive. I've tried everything. It is the most, you need your axles. However, I've called Acura Corp. And the National Highway Safety Board, and you have a recall for this exact part. Yeah. Here's what to say to Acura. I've already scheduled, like, go in on Monday, and Caesar at Acura is like, oh, yeah, absolutely, you have a recall on these, and we can replace them as soon as you get so here. you're going to get a rental? He said no. He said, actually, we can do these uh, while you sit. Wow. Do you want me for breakfast? Do you want to go? I was going to walk to Wegmans on my feet. Where is this place at? Karen Radley. Acura. Where were you going to walk? To Wegmans. To eat breakfast? It's. I have to go there at seven thirty in the morning. In the morning, Caesar is like, I can get you in quickly if you want to. I said, Caesar, I haven't seen seven thirty in a while, but for you, anyway. well, I drop our t- off during that time, but we can go after to Bob Evans. Bob, no, Evans. I have, I have, I have. I like. Um, don't sleep. Hear a little little hack. Go to IHOP and get a salad for breakfast. I know. I know. Get it? Corey didn't believe me. I didn't. Now we're like, and then get you your eggs or whatever. Yeah. Guys, a salad and eggs. A little ranchy. A little ranchy. A little, little green. And I, don't, uh-huh. I know you may say, try it. Try it. Try it. It's just a little salad. Just, just a little side salad. salad. And then your pancakes or your eggs. I prefer the breakfast sampler. You know. You know. It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I get the brunch. I don't. I try to get rid of the pancakes. I'm not a pancaker myself. Yeah. Love pancakes, but it's too much. It's a lot. It's, it's too heavy. Lot. The syrup. It's very sweet. Very impressed by the uh, the mechanic shop. Corey had found them and taken her I know. Car. I said, do not ruin. Because Heather had sworn her mechanic shop was the best. They were not. <laughs> and then I tested two mechanic shops where I live and landed on this one. And I said, do not ruin. 
My mechanic shop. Akin to like, that's my tattoo artist. Yeah. Is like, that's my mechanic shop. Yes. So anyways, of course, the nicest people in the world. He's like, I don't want you guys to not buy from me because you're trying to sell to me. Yeah. So I'm going to give you guys 15% off. I said, no, I, I didn't want a discount. I, I just have social anxiety. And so, doesn't charge me for that. Doesn't charge. So I send them an edible arrangement and Pete called. and Pete called? Pete called. What did he say? You know what? I hate voicemails. I accidentally pressed a delete button before we started talking, so I never will know. Stop. It's probably like you left your charging cable here. Yeah, I probably did. I think I have your battery in my car. So that wraps up. We have some Facebook lives I'll be adding uh, soon. We have the food conference. The it's such a long name. The Wova Food Conference is how it's listed in my – but uh, Lisa will – They've written books on this. They've taught classes on this. They host this uh, virtual food conference. We're actually speaking at it. But Lisa, one of the classes includes the world girl power. The word girl power. (laughs) The world girl power. I like that too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I'll add those. And then Andrea, Andrea, Signed up for QuickBooks. I saw that. That'll be great. And then we'll have the Sift Live coming up in March as well. And I think we got a few things in the works. Again, all these classes I just mentioned will be free to take. Yeah, in the main group. And I'll be in the main group. Anything else in closing? Anything else in closing? <sighs> I know. I feel like I could talk for another five years, to be quite honest with you. Just chit and chat. Shit and chat. Um, my gold series still going on. Still going strong. We probably have yeah, 10 you or add, 12 more. I thought we were wrapping it up. No, I got t- 10 or 12 more. I had to make all those. More. How many more golds? golds There's fighting. probably 22 golds. Because as you're doing it, people are recommending other golds. Somebody will be like, hey, this one performs really right well. Right now, who's winning? That. The Generate Cakes? Generate Cakes is winning. Uh, Emma Arnold in the main group said, I want to give two Generate Cake golds away. Yes. Ended up picking four. She said, I, I can't can... believe. Guys, first off, uh, the price of those is gold. <laughs> Oh, really? So I mean, they're they they only are made in Canada. So just the shipping alone was expensive, but it's well worth it because it's FDA approved. How much? And I know we're taking the L for this, so you can test these. How much have you spent on gold? Listen, well over a hundred. Oh, I figured it'd even be more than that. Probably okay. Well, I lost track. I'm just trying to find all these FDA approved. Yeah, it's hard. Corey and I were talking like. You can't gatekeep stuff because it gets too expensive to do it. And why gatekeep when, you know, people pay us to be in the cookie college, we can turn around and turn that into yeah. a testing the best golds for people to buy so they don't have to waste their own money. I know. So I made, uh, when did I make? 20 more circle cookies to test. So now I just have to film and go. What's next? Do you know which one's next? Uh, there's one that looks you, really um, similar to one. posted one and it looked like an eyeliner. Uh, you look. You called it mascara, but I think you meant eyeliner. No, it, it was like, like a, a tube. Uh, it when it, it was in there, it was a Chef Master one, and I just found it. Oh. It's a Chef Master tube gold. But people said they liked it for details. It did yeah. not do good on your flat. No, thing. but I don't think it was ever made for that because it's such a tiny brush. Oh, smart. But it was cute for gold. Oh, I for would details. Use it. I would absolutely use that for gold. So, how can people follow with the gold off the gold rush? The gold rush rally is only on Instagram currently. Some of them are trickling over to TikTok. We really want to get on Instagram for it. Um, but I've taken a photo, so it'll have a photo, and then you can see a video of me actually using it. I was going to do more on Sunday, but it was so rainy. So I said, you know what? I'm going to only give it the best opportunity and film when Gotta it's a little bit fair. brighter. Yeah, I wanted After to the go- well, sugar cookie marketing. Why can't I say that? Sugar cookie marketing underscore is the Instagram handle. 
Don't ask me why we have an underscore. It's a long, toxic story. It's not. Somebody parked it and never answered that my bribe. <laughs> they should not. But uh, after you wrap up the gold, where are we going to next? I kind of like this. for silver. Uh, you said so piping you, bags. I think piping bags. How would you, I test a piping bag? The, like squish it until it pops and be like, that was a good seven seconder? Well, can we talk about the flex? I, I don't know. I hate. I hate. Yeah. I don't hate. The harder piping bags are harder to work with. They're the flimsy ones are great, stuff, but they but do they pop. pop. So I don't know. I have so many Price. different types of bags because every time I try a new one, it's my new favorite. Can you do an airbrush off? You could do an airbrush you off. You hate airbrushes. I do. I don't think I don't great, think it would be greatest fair. one to test them. <laughs> I could do a color off. Like, you know, you have Americolor, you have powders Ooh, and stuff. Ooh, that's a good idea. I think people are curious. A lot of people say, I'm never going to switch because they just don't want to risk it. And it's hard to switch what you're used to because you maybe, you yeah. got to have that learning curve mm-hmm. and it gets expensive mm-hmm. and it gets risky. Yeah. Someone asked to try silvers. Okay, but that's There's, kind of on the it's, same it's brand. It's still on par. And Jenna Ray makes a silver, so we already know that's going to okay. work. <laughs> Jenna Ray done swept. <laughs> um, someone did. I can't remember. Someone did. Oh, markers edible markers oh that's a great one that's a good one uh, that's the so one that a lot there. of people are having to burn through to see like uh-huh. again just to save money yeah uh so you know Corey can test so you don't have to all right oh we good all right i'm chatting now really you said five years and we went down to like i know and then i ran out of words you have any more twin i feel like you've been in a spending mood i have been in a, okay oh if we're just bringing oh. everything yeah i don't know why not okay Oh, while I came out with a cup with a handle, I'm looking yeah. for one. My mom found two today. She We're got fighting. You those. Yeah, I feel bad. I'm not going to ask for Okay. One. Then I'll get it. Okay. Uh, I like my old Walla. I feel like it. Old Walla. <laughs> my old Walla. <laughs> um, what I have, no, I have so much skincare. It looks like a Sephora in my bathroom. Right. But the one thing that I have used that I have visually and texturally felt a difference. Is Paula's Choice 20% azelaic acid? Niacinamide. Niacinamide, sorry. <laughs> Why were we talking about azelaic because acid? Because I started azelaic acid because my face is red. Oh, 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 oh. So niacinamide is great for texture. For texture. It minimizes the look of pores. I usually have very textured skin, not necessarily acne, but like weird bumps. Amen, better. Me too. Weird bumps. Right but here. this niacinamide from Paula's okay. Choice, it's a dropper, so you can drop it. You're not wasting anything. Don't go Don't go to Sephora and buy Paula's Choice. It is sold there. But get it online. They're running a 20% yeah. discount at all times. All times. If you pay without a 20% discount for Paula's Choice, you overpaid. I overpaid. Don't <laughs> sign up for their text, though. They will never not text you. Uh, texture. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a good one. Okay, yeah. so your face is red. It is and red. Here's the thing. I like this skincare subreddit. I think it's called Skincare Addiction. And then there's Skincare Over 30, which is us. Yeah. Uh, but they recommend for redness, melazepam. Now, it looks like a ripoff on Amazon. So what's the difference between azelaic acid and melazepam? <laughs> there, it is azelaic acid. It Just no a more difference. concentrated. It's 20%. Okay. Again, you know, I'm in Actives Bay. If it doesn't have an active, I don't think it works. It's the mental placebo thing. Yes. However, 20% could be aggressive. However, it's not irritating. It actually reduces risk. I think the redness. one that I got, I got it from the or- the Ordinary, has a 10% as the I acid. love the Ordinary. However, it's the mental hurdle of it being cheap. See? <laughs> I, I do. Too cheap. Yeah. What are you scared of? Uh-huh. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, snail mucin from Chorus RX. I use that. That is work. big. Don't know. I did order a bottle of glycolic acid serum. Why did you choose that acid? 
They said the properties in there are so much more moisturizing than uh, than other. like a BHA. Yes. I'm a big um, topical chemical peel type person, not the aggressive ones. A little BHA kind of dissolves the cell connections on the top layer and yeah. just gives you a little refresher. See, I I, I went crazy and bought uh, retinol. Ret- retinol is the one you can get over the counter. Yeah, that was from Dermalogica. Oh. That made my face peel, which is the point of it. Right. So then I said, well, this is too much because then I was planning around like, where do I have to go? So I went to Murad. Also expensive. Yeah. You got a lesser. Can you get that at Sephora? You can. Sephora? Mm -hmm. Here's my thing. And skin, it's called slugging. You may have seen it on TikTok. It's been on the skincare subreddit forever. Let's say you put in all your skincare. Uh You only do this before you go to bed. Otherwise, it's living up to the name slugging. You look like a (laughs) snail slugged all over your face. You're sticking to the bed. (laughs) Yeah. You get Vaseline, you know, in the tub. I just That big old weird tub. Oh, you got it? I did. I don't want to see anything. Okay, yeah, this is goes. This is the antithesis of my teens, where I thought a dry face was a healing one. No, we want a wet face. We want a moisturized face. So what happens is you put all this moisturizer in your face, then you go to bed, and then it's constantly being leached out in kind of a dry environment. Yeah. We want to lock that in. You and have eight hours that you can just let skincare yeah. care for And you. we don't want the air to get the skincare. Mm-hmm. It is not the correct yeah. air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but what a Vaseline does or an Aquaphor, these kind of tub-like, very – very slimy very texture thing is they're thick. considered an occlusive, which whatever is underneath it gets locked in. Yeah. So you put all your skincare on, all your moisturizer, try to lock in because, you know, a moisturized skin really kind of lets the actives work. Uh-huh. And then you coat yourself in Vaseline. It is the weirdest feeling. You go to bed, you're sticking to your pillow. It's kind of miserable. But when I wake up in the morning, it's like the eight hours the skincare yeah. did work. Yeah, you're, the cells like, turned over. <laughs> <laughs> they turned it. <laughs> and you may be saying right now, Heather, I don't believe you. Hey, listen, man. I grew up where I thought moisturize. You know, in our teens, we were yes. like, "Oh, a dry pimple is one that's great." Oh, uh, this flake, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now, kind of, you see this research coming out that healthy skin is this moisturized, and then uh, you don't want to feel burning when you put a yeah a topical on. And what one TikTok person? He was he's like a skincare dude in a um, facial. No, it's the other guy that got his nose done. Oh, he's like a plastic surgeon. Yeah, I like him. He said, you you think your skin's sensitive. It's not. And yeah. I swear, I thought my skin was sensitive. It's not. We're just I, not using the products. I'm already. just not. I'm scared of using yeah. stuff that could work. So what I, um, I, I can't remember the creator's name. Again, Corey and I, my family, influenceable. Uh, but she calls it the glazed donut yeah. method. Anything that makes your face look like a glazed donut, like Krispy Kreme style, she's like, that is moisturizing. And it's a lot of serums. And I really have used it. And to me, it has really, mm-hmm. really helped with the formation of new acne, kind of keeps it at bay. Yeah. And then now locking it in with Vaseline, which is the weirdest vibe. I'd say one-two punch. I really like it. Yeah. I got the Caudalie serum. Okay, that's expensive. Man. Oh, I'm not but I, to be we got, no, we got a little tester, unfortunately. And I like it. You say we, but I didn't get that gift. You did not. No, I got something else. What'd you get? I got this like kit of things, but one of them include Ilya Mascara. Really like it. Yeah. I had given that. To, Summer took it. She took it? Yeah. Remember when I got it? I my... really like it. If you could go take it back. Oh, weird. I should have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did come with a mini mascara, but it didn't look like something I would love. Yeah. The Ilya big one. It's the brush that really makes a difference. Also, I got the Makeup by Mario foundation Corey's going on a rich lady skincare and i i'm out yeah i'm out she's what you're gonna say skin suticles next me and heather are so fluorescent it's so hard to find a foundation that matches this weird skin tone a little bit of red 
very white. <laughs> yeah. A lot of them have like very yellow undertones. Or too white. I no, need to. It's like that got this cast. Yeah. <laughs> so I found the makeup by Mario one, and I tried it on the back of my hand, and I said, "Wow, it is." I can't. I, I think I'll. I think I'll splurge. I will. Tell me what the color is, and I'll go get it. <laughs> go to go to the far right. <laughs> <laughs> really, the highest one. No. It, uh, I think it's 1C if see, I had to be there. You got to take a picture. 1C. I want to see it on the bottle. Okay. Yeah. Uh, really like it. Okay. Really like it. Okay, vibey. And then if you're wondering, since now we're just wasting your time, <laughs> I've gotten into Botox. Uh, it's not cheap at all. But I have this forehead wrinkle that could. Like Make this your, forehead scrunchier. It's it should be right there across it now. Yeah, but like your oh, these eyebrows this side are is less than this side as far as your wrinkles. My eyebrows will. They will figure out a way. However, because I was, I moved. Yeah. I was supposed to go this week. Are you going? No, I moved it so I didn't look wrinkly for Cookie Con, and I also don't want to spend a lot of money. <laughs> like, How much is that? It was five hundred. So you would probably go twice a year, technically every six months. She said the first time, she's like, we're not sure how strong them little yeah. face muscles are. So she put me at every three months. She said, I'm going to put you at three months, but just log back in and switch it. So I scooched it out to four months. Uh, since last Every time we three went, months? I was like, well. $2,000. Um, my eyebrows are high because you just did that price. <laughs> but if you could go twice a year, again, at the end of the day, if you're fighting wrinkles, that it's wrinkle on the forehead is not a not maintenance. A, yeah. It, but this it was really not prevented. Is, it was already yeah, here. because we should have been doing it in our 20s. Are you going to go? You don't have the wrinkle that I have. Go up. No, look, eyebrows. look. Go up. Look, you see those four? Yeah, but they're little. She would knock those bad boys out. Yeah, and then I have a little throat. There's a line right oh, there. She get rid of it. Know, Come with me the next time. You're not gonna go. You never have. I've offered. It I'm going time. to because I can't beat the old twin. I went to spend fifty dollars. I can't beat the old twin. Okay, like you know, now you kind of see people saying they wish they didn't do Botox. It does change the way your face works, and it changes the way the expression works. I don't want to express because really be you're putting in a toxin in your face. Put it in my face. Botulinum. I've been toxin. using uh, deodorant for years. Well, I'm sure I'm gonna croak from the deo because I've been using Dove. <laughs> No. Unilever is not looking at me. <laughs> I've been whining my teeth. How do you think? They look way I know. better than last week. I How about mine? It's yours always look white. Smile your biggest. I think she could make your lip, the Botox lady, make your lips even out. Because look, now I can't Mine are not even. Yours are. Because she put one time. She didn't even do it the second time. I've only been twice. 